This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Machiavellian is Illuminati, all through your body. The blow's like a 12-gauge shot it. Uh, feel me? And God said he should send his one begotten son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. Follow me. Come with me. Hey, Mary, run quick, see. What do we have here now? Killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. Picture paragraphs unloaded, wise words being quoted. Beat the weakness in the rap game and sold it. Bow down, pray to God, hoping that he's listening. See a niggas coming for me. Put my diamonds when they glisten. Now pay attention, best me, please, father. I'm a ghost. Cause killing feels hell, Mary. Catch me if I go. Let's go deep inside the solitary mind of a madman. Screams in the dark, evil lurks, enemies. Evil lurks, man. You know what's funny, dog? Activate my hate. These P Valley pods. We initially opened up season two. I'm like, yo, we gonna start with the with the uh, the strip club joints and the P. Fam, this shit ain't strippy. It's not strippy. At all. <laughs> it's not, nigga. The only stripping happening is at the spades tournament. <laughs> it's a lot going on, and it's not a lot going on, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode two forty seven of this week in culture. I'm your host. Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? And this week, we bring to y'all the episode, what was that, six? Episode six review of P-Valley on Stars. Um, We're going to talk about it, man. Heavy episode, man. They, they really digging into the trauma a little bit. Yeah. Like... This like three or four in a row now where it's just like trauma, trauma, trauma. It's kind of getting... Third week in a row, I can add more to that list. Man. I will say, though... Man, they're acting on this shit, though. I'll give them that. Specifically Little Murder. Well, yeah, yeah. Little Murder and salute to Dog who plays uh, Big T because I thought he... Like, what I wasn't really sure about through most of the season with his acting, I thought he brought it together well in them final scenes, man. Um, Little Murder is... That nigga's a gem, dog. Yeah, like so, like Little He's Murder. He's saving this show right now, single handedly, bro. He acted his ass off this bro. whole episode. Yeah, top um, to bottom, man. Yeah, so like, pun intended. Big Punisher, big Punisher. <laughs> Should have lived, baby. <laughs> Go that way. Oh shit. Oh shit. Get your own, homes. <laughs> oh, yo, man. man. <laughs> yo, yo, nah. Um, salute to J. Alphonse, man. Uh, he is he is absolutely killing this shit week to week, and it's wild because like earlier in the season we talked a little bit about him. We was just like, yo, he's a character you want to see win. Like you'd be genuinely happy for him when like he hears somebody listen to his music or some shit like that. But now it's beyond just like he's able to captivate you in like the happy moment. Like this nigga. Like so that's what drew us to the character from season one. Yeah. I ain't really felt like that season two. That underdog you know shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't really only I just didn't feel that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this particular episode, yeah. No, you he, can see him. He just seemed like a regular dude. Yeah. Like, yo, 
Like I just thought he did a really good job. I, I I was very impressed with him this episode, man. Um, and like I said, I think he's keeping this shit afloat single handedly. Um, just just doing a phenomenal acting I job. Like, I, I feel like in this particular episode, he seemed like a real person and yeah. not an actor on the show, or not like a character. Yeah. Uh, like, or a caricature. Yeah, yeah. Like he just yeah. seemed like a real person. Yeah. Um. And like every scene too, right? Yeah. Like from the the obviously the emotional scenes at the end, but even in the beginning, like every little part, like when Keyshawn called him and the nigga was talking about Rome and then yeah. all of that shit, he was just killing dog. And I'm like, yo, salute to this guy, man. He um, he's really bringing a real feeling to a show that feels so many times exaggerated. Uh, depending on the scene, man. Um, speaking of, before we get into the episode, a lot of people from Mississippi not really feeling uh, Katori, not really digging it. Where's so, she from? I have no idea where Katori Hall is from. Actually, she ain't from Mississippi though. Like and how you? Oh. Like how do I feel of insert person here? She is from Memphis about Detroit. So, if someone from Memphis did a show about a fictional town in Metro Detroit, like. We've like BMF, right? Yeah. Like, yep. and well, see, the writers are from here, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm and saying? They've also done a really good job on BMF, acknowledging Downriver ain't Detroit. But it would be like, hmm, how do I? It would be like if Power Tommy, yeah, that CBI shit, yeah. Was like a Detroit game. Yeah, I mean, even though it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they went right there with. Yeah, it. But, but like, I get what you saying. You can't come. You just can't randomly come to the city and be like, "Yo, this I'm, is what I'm doing is. a a story about. I'm doing a show yeah. on Detroit, and I ain't from here. I don't know nothing here." But so the thing that pissed people off, um, Mississippians specifically, off last week. So every week, Katori goes on Twitter. And she'll do like threads about the episode or about like specific moments from the episode, whatever. <laughs> she was on there like, yo, you ain't peeped at the car that he read oh, man. was really the same so, car. <laughs> Nigga, what other car would it be? Don't, don't get me started on. It's the same oh, car, man. but he never sent it because innuendo. <laughs> so, but no. So look, her threads sometimes she'll like try to go deep on some shit that felt obvious and it'd be like, what the fuck? But other times it'd be real, like matter of fact, like I'm telling y'all some shit. And so on this particular thread last week, she was talking about the accents on the show. And she said, um, hashtag P Valley accents, the language quote of the show continues to irk many of the pink posse, especially those from the sip. Calling it two country or slave talk. I think we should kiki, as I know for sure, we don't speak like slaves, but we are the descendants of them. And then she posted a YouTube clip about slaves being Southern and like us being descendants you of slaves. You mean the slaves came from down <laughs> south? What? Right? So then <laughs> niggas start going off. Somebody said, Yo, don't whitewash this. Shit. Somebody said, Akatori, you said all that just not to listen to what Mississippians are telling you. We love the show. The accents are trash. Instead of trying to educate us on slavery, <laughs> why don't you just listen to the people from here and improve the show? Somebody else said, sigh. Mississippi is a real place with real people. <laughs> we know what we sound like. If people got up there with overly fake Baltimore or New York accents, P 
people would say the same thing. I like the show, but telling the actors to sound like slaves and keep it moving, mm, it's just lazy. <laughs> Somebody else said, the accents and the slang are awful. Being from Mississippi, born, raised, and currently living, nobody still says Skrilla when referring to money. <laughs> like, come the fuck on. <laughs> Yo, trying to get this Skrilla. Somebody else said. Trying to get this choke. <laughs> then when you say choke. <laughs> Man, that choke. Somebody else said, at Katori, you really said, you niggas don't know why or how you speak that way for real. So here's a threat. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Somebody else said Katori ride real hard for her show, but the criticism from actual Mississippians is valid. How you gonna make a thread on somewhere I've been living my whole life and think I'm supposed to change my mind? You know what? We should <laughs> talk like this. We really do talk like that. Katori is a good example of how some theater folks can be great at things, but painfully, painfully corny and white about other shit. Um, I, w I wish that P Valley lady hadn't made that stupid ass thread about the accents because before it was just strange. Now I feel like her disrespect to Mississippians is intentional. Mm. It's a whole lot I of see those. you as I see y'all niggas as slaves. It's a whole lot of that. dog. Ain't, ain't that some wild shit? But you know what it reminded me of when people, I'll say mostly men, but it wasn't all men, but on that episode with Lil Murder Antique where they had that sex scene um, and people were saying, yo, that's a bit much. And then whoever that was from the P-Valley writer's room came out and had that one tweet like, going away. yo, if you think that was too gay, it's getting gayer. Gay ain't going away, right? Where it's like, yo, Listen respect to, to what y'all doing, but your audience is also telling you live because y'all niggas tweet a lot. So we trying to tell y'all live what we maybe like and don't like about the show. Just think about it. I mean, there's a lot of men that say, I'm not watching this show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you have a, a fan base, uh, the, for lack of a better term, of people who watching the show, yeah. clearly, if they didn't made it to season two, they know what time it is yeah. with the show. Yeah. So they clearly, it ain't it ain't one of those things where I can't watch this because yeah. your fucking main character, like all the characters. Yeah. So that, I don't think that's the thing. But, but here if was, they tell you it's too much, listen to your Just audience. listen to what they're saying. Because here's, and I, I'm glad that this episode started the way it did. Because I wanted to reiterate, bro, this was never about the gay sex scene being too much. I think y'all are overtly using sex on this show. That opening scene of this episode with uh, fake Drake and old girl, that was terrible, dog. That was horrible to watch. We was like, yo, we're gonna get this girl titties in here somehow. Bro, and it was like, yo, we gonna give we gonna give him an unnecessary sex scene. It was no reason for that sex scene whatsoever. Like at all. Period point blank. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching this shit like, yo, dog, I don't like this. I don't like it. So you know what's so funny is I when I when that shit came on, I thought that. Then I was like, maybe I'm maybe I'm overcorrected. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I was. And that's like, I feel like, I don't know. Because, you know, because before we was like, yo, it wasn't because. I'm like, well, maybe I'm thinking, maybe that's freshly in my head. Yeah. So I'm thinking no, like, yo, this, this was is. just a bad use of a sex scene. And I'm not that there's necessarily good use of sex scenes and shit. Like, but it reminds me of, because it was times during power where I felt like, for no reason, they just threw some sex in there. And it was like, why the fuck did like I need ghost, to. Ghost gonna hit this. Yeah, like, ghost gonna hit uh, fancy. Why did Ghost fuck Fancy? Where did like, Fancy go? Where did fa Fancy was in and out? Like, what was the point of that shit? And that be my whole thing. I'm not thinking. I, mean, I always wanted to see Fancy. But. Yeah, in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> salute to Garcelle Bouvet, but twenty years later, like dog, I didn't really need that in fucking twenty seventeen, bro. <laughs> like, I, and she looked great. She looked great. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of women clowning her online, but I'm not gonna get into that. Talking about her body, that girl, she looked great at fifty, whatever. But I ain't need to see that. You know what I'm saying? And this opening scene of episode six, it bothered the fuck out of me because it was like, why, 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 why did y'all do that? And then the dialogue was no better, she nigga. Was like, but, hey, bust on my face. She said, <laughs> like, you always hey. busting in a condom. Hey. You know what somebody did point out to me, and I'm going to salute the fuck out of P-Valley for they this? They use the condom. They use condoms in damn near every one of their sex scenes. Shout out to them. Salute to them for being the first and only. Y'all well, niggas. Watch how we, we used to see that. Insecure. We, insecure. That was the one we used to always point out. It wasn't a condom in the world. No, nigga. but there, it was somebody that had a condom. Somebody used condoms? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hold up. I ain't seen a rubber. It was, and we, cause we, we mentioned yeah, this specifically. Yeah, cause because that's, because we know how much cable, especially, will not show their characters pull a condom out. Nigga, they just sex through the pants. Fa- Nobody <laughs> ever pulls the pants. They just be, yeah, they nah. be kissing, right? Yeah. In the kitchen. <laughs> Next thing and you know, they like, boing. I'm like, damn. <laughs> no, it, it goes crazy. Zipper, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that don't seem comfortable. <laughs> like, no, it's not. <laughs> just saying, it's not like oh, it, it, it seemed like it was gonna. It's not. That, yeah, that's, yeah. That, it hurts actually. Sometimes matters of convenience aren't you know the greatest. No, um, it's not a thing. But that said, yo, outside of that opening episode, or I'm sorry, opening scene to this episode, and it's so fucking stupid because we talked about this shit a while ago. What's How that? the fuck you got that dumbass ring sitting up there? So look, salute to the homie Brenda. Um, one of the homies said, uh. She said, yo, I think she know the owner of that ring. <laughs> she was like, she think that's going to come back and be a thing. Like, when she stared at that. She, I thought that, too. But, like, that nigga was from out of town. Yeah. He was. He just got there. Yeah. But, shit, where she come from? She came to tryouts. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe she popped in I mean, from out of town. I mean, we've seen this storyline coming from the very yeah, first yeah, episode. Yeah. But so, Papa Shango up here doing fucking, do you want to uh, warts and, like, what? Here's the thing. I would like for her to maybe know the owner of the ring and maybe be in the gang that nigga was from for two reasons. One, so y'all gang can get back. Because, nigga, what the fuck? What gang don't get back when they leader get killed? Two, um, so she can have a purpose on this show. Because, nigga, right now, this scene just told me they don't know what they doing with her yet. They know what they're doing with her. Well, yeah, they 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 like, using we, her. Like, why they we, using her. Come on, this is a strip club show. And you... It's funny. I said on here a few weeks ago, yo, I think this is where the two of them met in real life and started dating. And somebody corrected us on, like, Twitter or Facebook or corrected me and was like, no, nah, they was they been dating, da-da-da. They was dating um, well before this shit started filming season two. And I was like, oh, okay, I ain't know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know. Who the fuck knows this information? Who knew? But guess what? I knew, motherfucker, because I was right. So whichever one of y'all corrected me, I knew I read it. It's confirmed they met on the set of P-Valley and started dating. They were filming season two in 2021. Mm. They didn't just start earlier this year, nigga. Damn, niggas be right as hell. Yeah. Be wrong as fuck with an attitude. Boy, motherfuckers was wrong and loud on my ass, dog. I was like, damn, like, I ain't know. Damn, I know you listening, like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, be wrong. Fuck. Be wrong. <laughs> fuck, Tommy, damn. Lost <laughs> Think. <laughs> Lost <laughs> Damn, Um, But anyway, outside of this opening scene, because that was probably my biggest problem with this whole episode, I didn't think it was a bad episode. No, I ain't, wasn't it, I didn't think it was a bad episode. Um, it was heavy though, man. Let's before we get into the voice notes and all that. Let's talk about uh, this shit is dark. This shit is really dark, dog, and it's kind of like a mood shifter. 
like um I understand through art you tackle certain subjects mm-hmm. um that uh, that we allegedly never talk about and all other good stuff. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes that's the purpose of art. But uh, I don't know that we have to do every single one in alphabetical order <laughs> every single show. Like, we don't got to bring out the encyclopedia of trauma. Right? Fam. Like, it's enough. Like if, if 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 I didn't have to... Fam, I didn't need suicide, too. Y'all niggas gave me. I didn't need mom stabbing babies too. Suicide, um, domestic child abuse slash domestic homicide um, slash teen pregnancy slash. I mean, they was just coming at them, dog. And I'm like, and uh, now y'all got me worried. Loretta Divine might die of COVID. COVID for sure. <laughs> to to top off all the other shit. Damn, dog. Like. I'm watching this shit and I'm like, yo, as much as I, you know, tend to enjoy this show when it's not just going completely awry. Episodes like last night, episodes like last week where they just so fucking heavy and emotional dog. I can't enjoy that as much as I'd like to. I don't know how to I don't know how to say this when people um, who aren't actors Mm -hmm. try to act. The easiest emotion that you can try to do is like anger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I can be angry because everybody film. can tap into that. Everybody yeah. can tap into yep. anger. Sometimes I feel like if I don't got a story, or if I don't know how to tell or something, I'm just gonna tap into trauma. Yeah, because worst case scenario, if you got a problem with it, I can just say you don't understand black men or black women. Yeah, or, or the yeah. intersectionality of insert yeah. group here yeah. or like. Like I, I, it's not that it's bad. Yeah, it's like it's like that's it's just a lot. Fruit. It's just a lot, dog. And I, I again, we spoke about this two seasons ago on the shy when when they shifted the tone right, and it became less about actual happenings of Chicago people and more about let me tackle these tropes, let me tackle yeah. these traumas, and I feel like. That's what season two of P-Valley is trying to do. And I feel like, let me bring them up because we're not tackling nothing. Yeah, because, yo, and I I said that. I'm glad you said that exactly how you said it. Because I said this last night. um, With all these traumas, what's the story? Like, I still don't know what story P-Valley is telling me. You know what I'm saying? Like, last week, that episode with fucking Keyshawn, it was really good. But it was like, whoo, that was heavy. And I really thought, like, all right, this week... They're going to lighten it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then they came back and got even heavier. And it's like, yo, y'all are doing all this. What are we getting from this story right now? Like, what? Because the story arc is still them trying to build a casino. What do you think? Nigga. She, what do you think she was about to go with the kids? Um, I don't know. Why she couldn't get an Uber? Oh, so I'm glad you said that. Katori tweeted about that. I'll be following her Twitter because she'll, she'll answer some of these questions live and direct. So she said, and of course I can't find a screenshot, but basically what she said was she couldn't get an Uber because he would attract her. Huh. She couldn't call the because he tracks her phone. Turn your shit so off. So she left, <laughs> he'd attract her. And then somebody asked her, well, why couldn't she call the Uber and then leave the phone at home? She was like, she couldn't do that because then when he came home, he would have saw where she went on the phone. What? Wait, I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm the only nigga to know how iPhones work. 
turn your location off or stop sharing or can't turn location off. Lock your phone when your niggas abuse. So her, she answered like 50 niggas questions. But at the end of the thing, she was like, the whole thing was to try to show that basically Keyshawn was trapped for real. She not trapped. The nigga took her battery out the Prius. That's a wild abuser, dog. That's like next level abuse. You done took the battery out my shit just in case I decide to boss up and leave. My nigga. Nigga. Like Keyshawn. Like, you know a bunch of niggas. Yeah. Like, That's what I was more like. Like all the niggas that be trying to help you to like, yo, my nigga took my battery out of my car. Take, run me up to this. Like bring a battery or something. Like shit. Call Lil Murder back. Cause you hung up on him earlier when Derek came in the room. Now nah, call him back. He know everything about you too. Yeah. He got you. L- Lil Murder is your real brother right now. You know, y'all two know all the intimate details. Y'all know beyond the fucking fun and the highlights and the fucking murder show and all that. Everybody at that strip club know he whoop your ass. That's not a Facts. secret, nigga. We know that. Why does the bouncer not know no more? Because yeah. like we know, it's not like I can't. No. I can't tell because he gonna find out. Yeah. Y'all know. You know, know. You know his deepest darkest secret. Yep. He know yours. My nigga, come get the. Or call me, him back. Call him back. Like hey, yo, come grab me. Come swoop me. Yeah. Yo, it's the reason that I'm kind of quiet. Yo, you're not trapped because you ain't got no fucking car battery. Nigga, you just, like, that was a lot of fucking money Fuck that all you that. just had. Call Wody. I'm saying. Because Wody take care of shit real quick when he find out some shit going, tell Wody, uh, hey, I think Rome sent that video to uh, Derek. I mean, you think about <laughs> popping a nigga anyway. Come on, now. Come on, now. You still got all them guns from last season, man. Come on, now. And, uh, I used c- to have that gun. Pink? That's, yeah. <laughs> Nigga, um, I tell this story and shit, right? No, matter of fact, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I just thought about something. I can't tell you this oh, story. Oh, shit. Um, Offline. But uh, no, Katori pointed out something else on Twitter, too, um, about the gun. Everybody was saying, like, well, why she ain't shoot him when he came back home? And she was like, I got a horrible trigger. (laughs) I don't doubt it. (laughs) Um, But she was like, damn, I can't remember the percentage. I think it was like 60%. They said something like it was a very high percentage of domestic abuse victims who kill their abuser usually do it when it's not self-defense. When a nigga just walks in the house and it's like, fuck it, I'm scared of you because you've been beating my ass for however many years. Bam, I shot you and end up doing more time than the abusers do. For abuse, so basically, oh, so now like, we following rules. Hey, now we following hey. rules. All the illegal shit that's been going on, <laughs> on this show, but now you hey. want to make you know I want to go. I want to go to jail. Hey, she like I'm yo, a kill this nigga with some fentanyl, hey. but I don't want to go to jail. She was like yo, she she basically didn't want to put her in that situation where she kill this nigga. And he ain't hitting her because she was like what she wanted to do was set it up where like this is the calm right. Derek walk in the room smiling. Hey, I'm about to go over to Jeff house or wherever the fuck he was going. Go help him out with the backyard. He got a job for me. Woo, woo, woo. Like basically showing like the levels of Keyshawn's abuse. Like last week, the nigga spiked this week. He down and he normal in this level. So now she can't kill him because he really chilling. You know, what I'm saying? outside of taking your battery out the Prius. Do the baby. That's still fucking got, wild. Do the baby still got a bruise? That bruise is not gone. I might. That little nigga whole back was all purple, right, dog. All right, listen. All you going to rebruise the baby? I'm going to say something as well, okay? <laughs> I might have to shoot him in the head and punch the baby in the ribs. You feel me? A little I'm rebruise. Like, and be like, look, I was ta- I was self-defense of others. 
One more punch. <laughs> I'm saying it's for the greater good. Nah, you feel me? You gotta, you gotta hold the baby <laughs> so all his blood come that way. <laughs> like you gotta just hold him in the air <laughs> and lean him that direction so all the blood hit his back. Um, it's options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we're gonna address these issues, yeah, do we just show? We don't ever show or give an alternative. No, this is what you actually can do. Yeah, yeah. It's not the, oh, no, no options. Guess you're going to have to stick. No, how about we, if we want to address, you want to bring up these things, be like, no, this is what can really happen. Call your man, send him up over here, get you a car battery. I still. You can turn the location off on your phone. You can stop sharing with someone. That is a thing. It's unfind my friends. Like, you can turn it off or get a fucking iPhone. She probably got an Android. Unfind my friends. It's funny. <laughs> like, come on, man. Dog. Like, um, oh, you, oh you, you you can't lock your phone? No, nah, not with Derek. Oh, there's no four digits I can ever no, think of. No. Nah. Derek is the phone unlocker. Like, nigga, I got an iPhone. Your face ain't even there for him to put the front. Like, come on, man. Oh, she don't have that version. <laughs> Derek, st- he heard them was coming out and was like, what? You can't do a passcode? Change no. your, your your finger code to your toe. Shit, I don't yeah. know. No, nah, she 100% still on Delete thumbprint. Delete his fingerprint from your phone. <laughs> like, it's not difficult, man. That shit is sad, dog. I've seen a lot of people um, online just talking about like, yo, Keyshawn, you so stupid. Why you ain't leave? Like, yo, the other thing I wish they would have... I, I know they got to some other shit that was heavy on this episode, but because this continued from last week... I really wish they would have like dove a little bit more into that fear for her. You know what I'm saying? Like not just like a disappointment that the battery's gone and disappointment because damn, I don't want to shoot him, so I'm gonna just tuck the gun behind the pillow. Like, no, nigga, dive into I'm like confused. what is she really feeling, dog? I'm confused of why you think he's the only option when literally people falling all over you. Oh man. Killing for you. Yeah. Literally. Like and literally. You make for you. enough money to where, where I mean, you're the sole breadwinner in your house, and apparently you have been for a long time. <laughs> this nigga trying to get a job at Dollar General to take care of the family. Whatever you made when you was on tour is 25 times that yeah. times 10. Yeah. Shit, that last show in Atlanta, nigga, you was laying on a floor full of money. You couldn't see the floor. Come on, dog. And the only nigga you was splitting that with was Rome, because that wasn't little murder night. That was just your night, and Rome did. So you left with the whole bag. <laughs> I, hey, man, go get a room, get a rental, get a burner phone, leave your shit. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't uh Yo, we can disappear this nigga really quickly. That's what I've been, like, most disappointed in is that, yo, all right, I didn't necessarily understand season one in the finale when you ain't let Diamond off this nigga, but... Now that we've continued the abuse and added in the fact that now he's depressed because he don't got no job because of COVID and all that shit, then he beat your ass because you was gone for two weeks doing the thing that provides for y'all family. Yo, you know what? Diamond, murder, Wody, Uncle Clifford, so all the, Big L. Because uh, fake Drake started seeing her face, we clearly they're going to connect again somehow. He definitely still love her. I mean, they gonna finally somehow they gonna connect again, yeah, and he's yeah. gonna I don't know. He gonna blow it with Big Bone or something. Beat the fuck up again by her boyfriend. Yeah, man. Apparently, he's a MMA fighter. Why he won't go do that professionally, nigga? I never understood that about the abuse, nigga. Go fight for a living. Go scrap. How you mad? You broke, and this nigga's out here fighting for money. You trapped me. <laughs> what, <laughs> <laughs> nigga? You broke as fuck. <laughs> Um, My family got more money than your family. Why would I trap you? 
Like, <laughs> my parents don't even like me, but I rather stay. Like, <laughs> facts so. All right, let's see what uh, let's see what Rob Silver. You know, we we had a scene this episode with Autumn slash uh, Haley slash whatever, and folks was hitting us. They like, yo, Rob Silver voice note this week. After that, but Rob was very like, Rob was calm. I hit him on Twitter like, yo, Rob, the streets are saying you about to come crazy with the voice note. I mean, it was like Rob was like, you know what? No, I'm not. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm going to hit you. <laughs> like, my nigga was real chill. So I want to see what he thought about not just that scene with Autumn, but see what he thought about uh, that whole episode. Rob, what up, though? Third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silver. Let's go. Alphonse Nicholson and John Clarence Stewart killed it. They were phenomenal as a Little Murder and Big Teak. And in my opinion, Little Murder is the best character on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. In my opinion, is the best episode of the season, it, mainly because of those two brothers. Uh, fellas, I never watched the movie that Andre played Barack in. Was he any good as Barack Obama? That um, movie where him and um, his wife uh, Michelle met. Let me know what y'all thought. Let me know if if. I should watch that movie. Was it any good? Um, once again, kudos to Alphonse Nicholson and John Clarence Stewart. Talk to you brothers next time. Yeah, man, I ain't watched that shit. So I actually saw uh, Southside with you. Is the name of that movie? Came really? out in uh, 2016. Southside with you. Um, saw it at the theater. It was him, Tika Sumter, a couple other people we know. Um, Yo, he wasn't bad. Who played Barack in the Viola Davis? Uh, 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 damn, hold on. It's a light skinned dude. He be in some shit that I've watched. Um, what's the name of Viola Davis' show? Michelle? Is it Michelle? I have no idea. <laughs> um, the First Lady. That's what that's called. All right. The First Lady. Let's see. I still said I'm going to watch that show, by the way. Y'all not just finna kill that for me. Um, This guy right here. Nah. He's a British dude. Um, He's actually a really good actor. We don't need the Brits to play American yeah. presidents. Yeah, his name is uh, O.T. He's a British Nigerian. Um, O.T. Fogbanele. I can't pronounce that last name, but he's actually a really good actor. He's been in uh, Handmaid's Tale, bunch of other shit that I watched. He's like funny. He can do drama. Really good. He plays Barack. But um, Andre on uh, P Valley actually didn't play a bad Barack. Dog. Like he was believable. I seen him getting his Barack on. <laughs> I hate the, that stump shit. Yeah, that's how I used to hold a, but that's how I used to run when I used to hold a baton in the relay. Yeah, thing. you know, yeah. feel me? I'm like why y'all niggas sprinting, fam. <laughs> Uh, higher learning ruined my whole running style, nigga. Because <laughs> I ran full blown. Like, that doesn't work in football, nigga. I'm, you got to hold it. It work in track either. <laughs> <Exactly. by the> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> nigga, like, he ruined nigga, my whole your shit. fucking hands. You probably be loose. You, he, <laughs> you are not cutting through the air, my nigga. <laughs> Coach screaming, grab the ball. <laughs> I'm out there like, no, I'm fastening you, niggas. Oh, shit, I fumbled. Um, Yo. Was that it? Random. Throwback review, we got to review the fucking program. Say, let, oh, not only do we got to do the program, 
that movie was fucking excellent. Are we doing that joint Thursday? I forgot about the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. I'm. We gonna send some follow ups. Yeah, I need to make yeah, sure niggas' sure. schedules is because yeah. throwback reviews is back. Because we can do the program. Yeah. Shit, we can do blue chips. Oh, blue chips, one of them, dog. Nick you know Nolte at his finest. It's a bunch of movies that like, Shaq not goofy. That like we can get into that Penny, was really underrated yeah. gems. Yeah. You you hitting on the program is one of them, but blue chips. And it's a lot of on, themes man. we can pull out of Come both of them. You know? Come on. Shit. I'm and his. then you know, me growing up, shit that happened in the nineties is just better than anything that's happening now. So nigga. the nineties is better than y'all. Any given Sunday, nigga, like Fucking, we can we can really dive into that LL Jamie fight, <laughs> like shit was this nigga hit me. This real life. <laughs> he, he said this nigga thought this was real life. Oh shit! <laughs> Yo, um, Jamie Fox, can I come back to stand up, please? Please. Can you can you tell jokes? Stop pretending that this Mike Tyson thing is ever happening. It's done. The, especially when you're the same age as Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, I mean, at this point, have Mike Tyson play Mike Tyson. Here was the thing. That clip where he did the, yo, I'm describing the opening scene, that came out in like 2010. <laughs> like, it's been a while, nigga. No bullshit, you the same age as Mike Tyson. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time, man. Um, if I'm going to get a 56-year-old player, to, yeah, person to play yeah. a 20-year-old, I get Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, a wild boy. That nigga said he, he went five or six years oh, you know without having sex. <laughs> then that nigga. Yeah. But no, but this is where it got funny. That nigga say, but I was like 15, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, you know Mike they do Wild got the, 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 the other Mike Tyson coming to Hulu, yeah. Hulu joint with a uh, dog from Moonlight. Yeah, what I this is what I don't like. Mike Tyson when he won the championship at eighteen, nineteen yeah. years old, Nick was like two hundred and nineteen pounds. Yeah. He's not a he's not a big dude. Yeah. Now later in his career, when he got older, he had more weight. But like the prime yeah. time Mike Tyson, fam, he not this giant yeah. musk like he five eight. He just built like a tank, huh? literally. Um, I think the the hard thing about trying to find somebody to play Mike, specifically young Mike, right, is how deep into the story do you want to go? Because then it's like, all right, do we commit somebody to getting to the size that he got when he was just stupid brolic? Or do we commit to a nigga being like, yo, you just kind of stocky, whatever, whatever, as young Mike, and then just kind of keep it a little more believable? Because young Mike... I mean, dog big as shit, and he and they he too tall. He <laughs> got, they got him big for the role, yeah. But like, that's not how Mike was. Yeah, Mike wasn't built like that from rip. Like it took him. He was still nineteen when he was older. He was just heavier. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't yeah. like cut up no more. He yeah. was just like heavier. Well, but we gonna watch that shit because um, I I think I that think, might uh, be some good. Um, ABC Family nigga can do a really good Don King. Uh, BMF dad? Yeah. Oh shit! Remember Washington Heights? Uh, yeah, Washington Heights. Um, or no, Lincoln Heights. Lincoln Heights. Lincoln Heights. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that was my shit. Yeah, Lincoln Heights was fire. Man. Yeah, that's that was my shit. Dog. <laughs> Underrated dog. That Lincoln ABC Heights was family. like it for real. Was like uh, what's my shit on CW? I watch about the football. Play? All American. Mm-hmm. It was Lincoln Heights was like All American without the football dog. <laughs> like 
it was yeah some of this shit feel ABC Family because it was on ABC Family Facts. but it was also like yo that nigga just got popped yo if y'all would have took that show and put that bitch on stars nigga <laughs> yeah we was on we was on some other shit yo HBO the, throw that throw some uh, David Simon in that motherfucker I don't know if it had been on stars they'd have opened it up with the daughter fucking it's like come That's on man come on man um yo Rob uh back to P Valley um I agree with you Jail Fonz and and Dog who played Big T, uh, they they killed, they got their shit off one time, man. I, I thought that they did a really good job throughout the whole episode. I did think this episode foreshadowed a little heavy. I also thought, I thought they were doing a little bit too much this episode. Mm. Why my why dog kill himself? Like that shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, like I know he been kind of melancholy. Yeah. But like out of nowhere, he's in his old house seeing a younger version of himself, and like the puzzle pieces did not connect for me for him just to pull this to gun be like out it's and, a rap. And kill himself. So I read um, so I follow P Valley, I follow Katori, but then I follow P Valley Writers Room. Um, just to try to get a little bit, you know, more info from over there. And one of the tweets they put out last night, um. Long story short, they basically said Katori always came in saying Big Teak was going to die on episode six. So their job as writers was to figure out how to bring it together, like how to lead up to his death. And um, I tend to agree with you that I don't think I feel it felt rushed. It felt rushed. Like, I did, not that I we needed to see this nigga suffer over three more episodes. And he nothing, never but. really talked. Yeah, yeah. He was a it was a rent here. A, a scowl a, a there. A quick conversation yeah. between him and Alphonse or him and Lil Murder. Mm -hmm. But, like, we never understood why he was so angry. Yeah. Now, I... Not enough... Like, we were finally... We were just getting some information. Let me yeah, refer yeah. to it. Yeah. Because he was like, nah, um, you know, this is like the second episode where they talk about him going to the hole for him. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he was like, nah, this shit started a long time ago. This was after, yeah. however, we saw the little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the time, we didn't know what that meant. That and then is... in the car, he'd tell him, yo, my mama stabbed my fucking three siblings up, and I was hiding in the closet bloody, nigga. And it's like, oh, shit, that is fucked up. I see how that'll depress you. But why would you kill yourself? I see how that'll depress you. But again, if that's something we learned earlier... And then we get all these episodes where he's like always angry or always down or always just off. That would have felt like a better build up to suicide. This and not because uh, it's, it's a weird conversation. Yeah, I, I like, don't want to be insensitive to. There needs to be some clear cut yeah, yeah. path in if order for me to be okay here, your yeah. before if, me to okay your suicide. You have to yeah, tell me. I'm, I'm not Aunt Kavorkian. Yeah. I don't need to assist or or sign off on your suicide when when but people on, do that. But on TV, yeah, and not talking about real people. It just felt I didn't see the connection. It felt out of the blue. Um, him being depressed never felt out of the blue. Him being suicidal felt out of the blue. Because even through this episode, when I watched it back, I looked at the little signs. Like, it was the part in the barbershop um, where Dog finished cutting his hair, told him he looked casket sharp. That nigga hairline was crooked than a motherfucker. Yeah, they had him on a little slant, but we're not going to go there. I was um, like, yo, why they doing this? But then it was a, it was a art. It's a piece of art on the mirror, on the barber mirror. And it's a man <laughs> in the picture. 
and it's his shadow behind him, but his shadow was like a devil. Like, and it, apparently that's like a real piece of art by a real artist. I, I forget dude's name. I looked it up. Um, but the dude, like his shadow or his silhouette was the devil. And they showed that right when the barber said, you look casket sharp. And I was like, oh shit, they was kind of leaning into it. Then I start peeping like the different happy moments throughout the day or the moments I thought were happy. Like when they heard a little murder song on the radio, he hype as shit telling everybody in the gas station, turn that get, shit up. What station is on? When he got a 2010 charger. Fact, brand new, brand new. <laughs> um, Paint that up. So I was thinking in my, so I was like, yo, is little murder getting this much money? And then I look at the charger. I'm like, oh, that's the one I had in yeah. 2010. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I lived in Atlanta when uh, my nigga Mike had one of them. He pulled up from the, from the dealer. I said, but, oh, we out. It was rap nice. Yeah, yeah. No, they had a rap night. It was beautiful. Like, why would you do that once when they gave you a car and then you fuck on a car up? But like you look at, so look at the moment when he gave him the car. He cried. And we initially looking at it like, oh, he just emotional. Ain't nobody ever gave him no shit like this. But then you look at what happened in the end. It's like throughout the day, he kept having these moments where I thought, oh, maybe he was like, these were happy tears. And you then I was like, like oh, maybe yeah. this was like, no, I know I'm in it today regardless. I mean, I guess you can play hindsight 2020. Yeah. You went to go see your old crib and shit. Yeah. And he told him like, nigga, this is the last time you come here, my nigga. Uh, we got to move forward. They was, was foreshadowing this, this heavy. Was, yeah. This was good on, on, on Lil Murder Park. I'm like, yeah, that's how you get your mans together. Yeah. Told him like, nigga, we ain't never coming back here. Like me and nigga, we away yeah, from right, this nigga, shit. The past, aka we moving forward. We try to put some money in your pocket. Then, like, then, then. yeah, not we ain't never coming back here because we won't be alive tomorrow, nigga. Like that's not the plan. So it was, it did feel out of the blue. Um, the way they tried to connect it, it was heavy enough for me to think a nigga might be suicidal, but it was so new Nothing to us. In this episode, thought that he was gonna shoot himself in the head afterwards. Yeah. I, I did not think this shit at all. I so I would say and I, I was, wouldn't and even I looked been down surprised. At my phone. I looked down at my phone when the shot went off. Yeah, and it was a couple seconds later when when I looked up and Murder was getting out the car and he had blood. I'm like, what the fuck? Happened? What? I'm like, the, what the way fuck he happened? stumbled out, you could have easily thought, yo, did he shoot Murder? Yeah, yeah. The way he stumbled out was kind of I had to rewind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also wouldn't have been shocked. If you put the gun in his head, was ready to do it, and then Lil Murder was able to talk him down. That's what I thought was happening. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, I really didn't think he would go through with it. Because then when, when when his face kind of like, I thought he pointed yeah. the gun at him. Yeah. But like, then when I knew he was going to do it was when that nigga said, um, what's that game? Hurt Village Hustlers for life. And when he said that, I was like, oh, shit, he's signing off. He's signing off. And that's when I was like, damn, T. Like, I... It it felt bad because I in the car I just wasted. <laughs> Can you get out, nigga? It was also like jump in the water. Something? We just got to know why you've been this way for the previous five episodes. Like we just learned a little bit more about why you've been so mad and why you've been so like fucked up in the head. Damn, I hate that you went out without actually getting the opportunity to get past that, dog. I mean, wait, that's wild, bro. Waiting all that time to get out of prison and then off yourself is kind of wild. And um, somebody pointed, I just saw this on a random Twitter post last night. Um, I didn't think about it until I read this. This was their first time going back home. Like, he hadn't been back home. They picked that nigga up and hit the road. They went on tour. So I was like, maybe being back home... My niggas get home from Set this shit dead. in the motion. They check on me before I see their own kids. Open up accounts for them. They bounce touring. Nice. Um, 
I didn't think again. I didn't think he was gonna go to that depth with the the depression and the reminiscing and the yo, my life here was so fucked up. I can't get away from the darkness. But yo, him bro. being back home, I, it made a little more sense when I was like, oh shit, them niggas did hit the road straight from jail. He never got a chance to come back and like have to sit in this. And I'm like, maybe being back home wasn't the move for him. You know what I'm saying? But it was just fucked up because it's like for little murder. Shit, just seeing your man like y'all. Clearly, y'all relationship is complicated as fuck. Like beyond the the romantic shit and and all that, nigga saved your life. Nigga did a bid for you. <laughs> like and nigga said, yo, first time they snatched me in the black closet, I thought somebody was about to. I was like, yo, this is a wild story, dog. <laughs> nigga said he thought the nigga guard was, was about to press his booty all. I was like. <laughs> Then I got in there and Lil Murder had a bowl of pasta. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, yo, that was a turn of events. <laughs> but it was also because even that scene, right? Nigga Lil Murder uh, said the bill was gonna be heavy. Nigga Teak told him, don't worry about the bill. I got it. Nigga, nigga said one thing you ain't gotta worry about is a nigga fucking with you or the bill. And then nigga Murder say, so this a date? Nigga Teak say, yo, I never thought we had, had a chance to do this shit, nigga. Outside of the closet. And I was like, is that a, metaphor. Is that a double Aunt Andre? <laughs> no, nah, that was definitely an Aunt Andre, dog. But it was also wild because when he said that shit, and then you find out what happened later, you go back to that scene. It's like, oh, this nigga was just trying to like live the rest of his life out in one last day. That's what he was on all these moves. Let me get a cut. Let me take Lil Murder out one more time. And then um, somebody pointed out, they was like, where the nigga really kind of like, Committed to what happened later in the in the show or the episode was when Lil Murder was describing Uncle Clifford and how he felt about him, calling him the fucking funnel cake at the fair once a year and all. That's some deep shit, nigga. <laughs> Said, yo, this nigga's like a funnel cake once a year at the fair. Yeah, dog. If I thought kinda, I was your man's, you kind of kind of sound kind of slurish. <laughs> 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 hey, they wrote it. <laughs> I did. Not y'all can't get me on that. Um, but I'm like, damn, dog. Imagine being out with a mother. You just did a a bid. You get home. You go see your your former flame. Y'all was together recently, and then you find out they got a nigga. You asked them about they nigga, and they say, yo, this motherfucker's like a a funnel cake that you get once a year at the fair. <laughs> well, what the fuck am I? <laughs> oh nigga, you you an elephant in your ass, nigga. That's fucked up. And I'm like, he probably heard that it shit. It is, but you ever fuck you ever fuck around with like get in contact with one of your exes or some shit, and y'all fuck around, but y'all y'all not like together. Mm -hmm. And like, so who you dating? I'm like, oh, well, I kind of fuck it up with the girl I was trying to date. Well, why? How? And it was kind of that situation. This yeah, shit. it's just wild, dog. Because I I think. After I watched it the first time, when I rewatched it, knowing what happened at the end, every scene with them two, I saw it differently now. Like I, it, I saw his face like turn a, a different direction than I did when I initially watched it. Um, even at the gas station, but we have no idea yeah, who Teak is, none, or don't know what's up or down because yeah. everything he says is in short bursts. Of yeah. <gasps> He wasn't like a person. Yeah, he was He was very responsive, very... He did say something that was kind of poignant to him and to his story, I guess, um, when he said... Uh, he was talking to T or to Lil Murder about Uncle Clifford, and the nigga said... Um, 
damn, he said something like, seemed like you didn't change, um, something like that. And then he was like, shit, seemed like the whole world didn't change. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it ain't no place for me no more. Like, he started getting into that bag, and I was like, huh, this nigga really probably only thought, I only fit in with this nigga. I ain't got no family. I'm personally not well. The one nigga I thought, all right, me and him can maybe do something. The world is different. It's a little more accepting. And da, da, da. He done fucked around and got with another nigga. I figured you'd move on. Yeah. Right for the soul. And and he he just seemed like he was having like a real, yeah, I'm just saying my piece to everybody at this point, dog. Because I, I think about me, man. Not, you know, I'm playing on ending it all and nothing like that but i'll probably go get some wings you know what i'm saying i'll probably go and i get a little bit of everything back to the old trap nigga <laughs> little murder that was wild too i'm like damn little murder ain't even know where this nigga was from like nigga said oh i think this nigga going to get some weed or something i don't know shit was just wild because um whatever was going to become of a relationship now that teak knew about clifford and seemed kind of accepting of it I was curious to see what it was going to be, dog, because Teak don't seem like like the shit that happened with them when they was in the hotel. It's no one-off shit. Teak ain't know about uh, Clifford. Once he found out about them postcards, nigga, Teak didn't come off to me as the nigga who was just going to let you play him, nigga. <laughs> like, he ain't seem like that. But um, it, it was it was fucked up, man. Salute to them brothers uh, for, for the acting. Um, shit, man. Lil Murder going to uh, Uncle Clifford crib after. You know what I'm saying? Bloody with the white sweatsuit on. Knock on the door in the middle of the night. Clifford. I'm glad Clifford didn't come out on that bullshit. Yeah. How could you? You know what I'm saying? If 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 you having a real human moment, you shouldn't come out on that bullshit. But I'm glad that he came out, peeped the scene, or she came out, peeped the scene, and was just like, all right, yeah, I need to probably chill, dog. <laughs> like, I probably just need to, you know, come on in. And I'm also glad, you he know what they say did? Some wild, he did say some shit. He was like, uh, he asked him about him. He was like, I think he liked to go by she. Yeah, yeah, they, that's the first they cleared time, up them pronouns. That's yeah. the first time anybody's ever. And that's that's why I corrected like, myself there, because in the past, we ain't know. And he was like, uh, I don't know. I just think that's my nigga. <laughs> and that nigga was like, nigga said, I don't question it. I just accept. I was like, that's a bar too, nigga, with a lot of his shit. Um, yo, man, I, I thought them brothers did a, a really good job with some heavy material and uh a really believable job with it, man. And um just wanted to give a salute to to them for that. Um, Rob, you didn't address Haley in your voice note. Um so I'm gonna do something for you, man, and and just make sure that she know from Rob and from everybody after this week in Culture Family. While Haley's character might not really have no purpose, that wasn't a bad scene. <laughs> that wasn't a bad scene at all. She doing I right in the gym or wherever she be at. I couldn't tell if it was if they was actually doing it though. So, based on some comments on that writers room page, they did have sex. Like it, official now, Barack finally hit. Um, after so many strikeouts, he finally got one. Um, but it was funny. Uh, one of the writers pointed out they was like, throughout that whole scene, Haley kept telling that nigga he was in charge and kept telling him that he was powerful. And then when they finally had sex, she got on top. 
just to reiterate that that whole scene she was telling that nigga he had the power (laughs) when in fact no nigga I'm leading this whole shit I'm leading you with the fucking uh, casino shit I'm leading this sexual exchange like this is still mine but I'm gonna make you feel like a powerful nigga and I was like eh that's kind of that's women in a nutshell (laughs) make us feel like we doing something (laughs) like dog you ain't need to call me over there come kill that spider nigga you did that you could have did that you just did that so we could feel like a man. I get it. I did that so you had to go. Yeah, yeah. We we get it, dog. But um, no, Haley did I eat in the gym. And she ain't stripped in so long. I ain't know what was going on under there. You know what I'm saying? With her little uh, Jessica Rabbit fit. She threw that on and I was like, hey, you know, whatever. Took that off. It was like, okay. Um, had to ask Shorty. I'm like, yo, you want something to drink? I was loud <laughs> as shit. I was like, you want something? To, can I get you something? Because I need to get the fuck away from the TV. This is crazy. Um, let's fast forward, though. I was like, yo, she better let this nigga smash. After all, first of all, if you... <laughs> shout out to Keish. Keish say, ain't nobody crawling for your lame ass nigga. <laughs> nigga ain't know what to do. He was like, uh, 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 uh crawl, uh, crawl. It's like that all uh, Chris Rock joke. That's funny. When, like, yo... Probably tell nigga he got the power. He wants you to crawl. Like, <laughs> crawl. damn, nigga. You ain't. <laughs> nigga not sexual. Like, nigga. Not like Mitch comes up my <laughs> SMD. Motherfucker. That's what you want. You to like that old Chris Rock joke. <laughs> like, you got to tell what, her. What are you to say? You got to tell her, lick your balls with some authority. You can't be like, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if uh, you uh, maybe, uh, lick my balls. Like, no, you can, uh, that nigga Barack had no creativity in that moment. He was like, um, uh, uh, shit. Uh, I'm a shower. Uh, crawl. Sign the paperwork. That's what I'd have told us, nigga. Sell me the pink for 10 mil. Um, Do something strange for a little piece of change. She definitely was doing something strange. For 10 mil, though? She just wanted a place to sleep at night. <laughs> I mean, I didn't got this nice ass Uncle house. Uncle Clifford and them is going to her, nigga. He didn't clean this shit. This bitch still staying in the, in the living room. So peep this shit on the writer's room. Uh, one of them writers posted, you know that scene where they cut the water off on them. She was in the shower at the pink. They was like the convo with Big L and Uncle Clifford initially. The fact that there's a shower here, it's a, a baffling. Strip club. I imagine it's probably showers in most strip clubs. And a Chuckalisa strip club, I may not imagine that, but I don't. I feel like it's a shower in, at like King of Diamonds. Shout out to my Mississippi folks. I don't know if there's showers in Mississippi. I'm fucking with you. In Chuckalisa, <laughs> I don't know if there's showers in Chuckalisa. Yeah, no, we're we're <laughs> fake Mississippi on. Yeah, <laughs> fake Mississippi. Not on. talking about real sips. Um, <laughs> niggas call themselves sips. No, but because uh, Katori, Katori keeps saying so. the <laughs> sip, <laughs> she keeps saying does sip. Shit. She gonna piss them off. <laughs> Yo, we from Dirty Detroit. <laughs> Bitch, ain't nobody never said that. <laughs> from the Dirty D. <laughs> the fuck is going on? That's we from like, D-Town. That's like how niggas from Atlanta hate when you say from the ATL. <laughs> like, they be mad as shit. I be mad as shit. And I ain't even from down there. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> niggas be like, well, you from the D and shit. The niggas be uh, on the internet. Yeah. This is on the internet. Everybody, everybody knows the D is the Dallas. No, the no, fuck, no one no, knows that. Nobody <laughs> niggas in Dallas don't even say the D. <laughs> like no one like, knows no. that. You know what, Dallas? Y'all can be the dirty D. Okay, <laughs> <y'all> Katori. <laughs> That's who be saying shit like that. Um, yo, man, let's let's talk about the funny part of this shit. Uh, <laughs> Mercedes, how you fuck up the? How you fuck up the the? 
What that nigga say? The sponsorship. How you fuck up to 40K a month, 10,000 a week, and a condo sponsorship? Because <laughs> you done made the fucking wife fall for your dumb ass. <laughs> I'd have beat that wife ass, bro. No, wife, you got to figure out a way to go get my forty well, racks. Actually, bro. why you, why you, why we, why you making love, bitch? fam? But both of y'all, because you see, after Mercedes came, she looking at they staring at the eye. Yo, coach that say, said, coach said, what the fuck? <laughs> I know what it looked like when two bitches have been fucking before. <laughs> yo, yo, dog. <laughs> You know, she didn't lose it right there though, because wife was like, "Nigga, you don't know I've been loving pussy." She That's was all when good. it was like, "Bruh." Now, when Mercedes was like, "Yeah, what about her needs?" Oh, bitch, you done fucked up the money. That nigga, I done, I done ran, out of ran immediately to the living room, picked up that money, and got the fuck on. Duh. Like so look, immediately. I posted this in the group, but I'm gonna tell y'all, cause I know what I know what Coach was really on. Coach was finna nut too quick. And he was like, I got to get out of this. So I got to snap, nigga. Hissy fit. Fuck all this shit. I knock over everything in this motherfucker. That nigga coach was in that shit like, damn, this shit hitting different off the Viagras. He was like, you know what? <laughs> My little Viagra drink. That nigga said, bitch, I know y'all ain't. Break this whole shit up, nigga. Everybody hey, get out. That nigga face was like, that nigga look disgusting. Fam, man. coach that had that robe disgusting. on faster than I've ever seen a nigga get dressed in my whole life. That nigga had the robe and pants on. That nigga, nigga. turned into Braxton. <laughs> that nigga, <laughs> nigga said, hey, stop, motherfucker. <laughs> Not up in this easy. <laughs> you goddamn. <sh> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. yo, Brad, yo, <laughs> not a <laughs> Braxton P Valley Harden to break. Oh shit, that was fucking. <laughs> Fat farm. <laughs> Bro. Holy shit, dog. Yo, I'm fucking crying, dog. Hey, I don't even know what this motherfucker at right now. It's crazy, but I didn't have the same robe since I was about twelve years old. <laughs> Yo. That bitch used to be Yo. super <laughs> duper big. That bitch like <laughs> I gotta go find this fucking road. Nigga, find it and throw that shit <laughs> No. <out. laughs> the shit is gonna be. I'm passing this shit down. Oh my this God. No, <laughs> nigga, Jay got his robe from Coach. Nigga. Holy shit. Coach <laughs> passed it to Jay. <laughs> Jay, Jay passing it down. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was on, but it wasn't. Oh <laughs> shit. Dog. Nigga, I think the robe tied itself. Nigga, that shit was so I, quick. I ain't, I ain't seen the belt in about a decade. Oh my God, dog. That nigga coach said, Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> nigga said, I know what it look like with two bitches in front of Yo, this nigga was disgusting. Dog. Dog. Niggas don't understand how funny this scene was to me, bro. Nigga, you asked for this. I've never seen, like, nigga. You did not have to involve your wife at all. Twice. You, nigga, you told your wife, no, you got to see this. This Mercedes shit, you got to see this. That nigga said, supposed to be for me. <laughs> that nigga cue, said, cue I'm cash down. These hoes for everybody. Dog, that nigga coach said, I'm hurt. <laughs> nigga said, you bitches got me fucked up. Oh, you got me. Uh, you cut me, bitch. You cut uh, me deep. <laughs> 
You cut me deep. I dare you. Dog, that nigga coach was fucking furious. <laughs> Yo, that nigga I, said, Pharaoh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, bitch, are you looking at her eyes? This nigga <laughs> sound like Pinky. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't say nothing. I'm saying, and this shit is over. <laughs> and I ain't playing, nigga. Now, I mean, how long y'all oh, been fucking? shit, dog. I'm about to, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, <laughs> Now you ain't got no gun <laughs> But where the weed at <laughs> Oh shit Say another huh. yo, yo but but huh. Mercedes need to press Oh girl like where my money Fam I'm calling Fair first thing in the morning Like look y'all, if, if y'all divorce you can have that Y'all work whatever out or I need fact, my 40k Well okay. actually me and you can continue <laughs> and run me my 10. <laughs> How about me and you continue at a discount? <laughs> we do seven. I can, we, can, we can do seven. We can do seven. Six a week. and a half. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. 28K versus 40. You can make that work. Um, How much do he make? Like, what co- What college is he what a coach he at, coach? nigga? He a football coach somewhere. Mike Thomas and this shit. <laughs> but I'm like. <laughs> Is He's it the coach. University of Mississippi? Like, is I mean, it you? There's only one black head coach in the NFL. So. I mean, he catch fights to Pittsburgh. Oh man, that nigga coach said, "Yo, Pharaoh, what the fuck?" Oh, tat tat what the fuck, man? Say you owe me some money, motherfucker. Hell no, but here it go. Oh shit! You owe shit. me some pussy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she like hell no, coach. But here, here it go. <laughs> huh? Oh my god! And then why you telling me we've been together nineteen years and you never knew I love pussy as much as you? Why you ain't never say nothing? <laughs> like, we could have been b- all them hoes I hired and you was just getting mad at me. <laughs> we could have been doing this shit for free. Like, I might not be as mad if I knew this was like your thing too. I thought. <laughs> I was inviting you to some shit. You wanted to be here. And why you 19 years? Oh, shit. Yo, man. That was great. That was the funniest shit we've done in a long time, dog. Name of this episode is called The Robe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. That was fucking great. Coach, you did not disappoint there, buddy. You fucking provided laughs for a long time. That nigga grabbed his clutches, pearls, nigga. <laughs> that nigga was disgusting. <laughs> How dare you, bitch? <laughs> you dare that bitch. That nigga really said that shit, don't like, I know what it looked like when two bitches been together <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> like, y'all bitches was making love, and it's got to nigga, stop tonight. Nigga, ego was hurt like that. Dog. I ain't never made a bitch come this fast. Nigga <laughs> said, You were supposed to be for me. <laughs> Yo, she was like, she, That motherfucker arm yeah, That bitch nah. ran like Farrah was over there Getting her fist on I was like Wait a minute She was now. definitely fisting that And he, Mercedes Yo it's while um, The actress uh, Brandy who plays Mercedes She was like Kissing Farrah However many episodes ago That was two I guess Um was her first time in her career having a, a kissing scene. And I was like, you took that up a notch after <laughs> you went from kissing scene to full-blown threesome and a fisting scene, nigga. Damn. You know, how old is Brandy Evans? Though? Oh, man. I feel like she bought... 37. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I think she our age. I'm a little older. Uh, let me spend a little time on her Instagram. Yeah, no, I'm going to see what's up. They hey. be having her looking wild, though. I think it's they be having but they the overdo it. Yeah, they overdo her with the wigs. Wow, um, damn, Brandy. Yeah, no, Brandy's Brandy's really beautiful young lady, man. She really is, Oh, bro. no, see, see, see. I don't know if I can show. Hold on. Uh, 
nigga, we just watched her get fisted. You can show me what's happening <laughs> no, on no, her no. gram. <laughs> see, see this right here? Oh, this is not 37. Nah. Uh, that's not 37. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You yeah, can't hide yeah, that. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not 37. Yeah. I mean, but the rest of it. Hey, no, hey. But you know what? Uh, The wife, she looks a little older, right? Farrah, um... I went to her Instagram. She don't look as old as they're giving her on the show. I don't know how old she is in real life. Yo, it ain't on her Instagram, titty to titty. <laughs> no. They, 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 the titty, titty to titty. They both deltas. Yeah, this was the scene. I can have Shorty introduce you. This was the scene. This some Sora shit, bro. I can get you on, nigga. They both deltas. I mean. Shorty. What sound they make? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, niggas hit oh, me. Oh, she like, throwing a dynasty style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Kanye broke up with her. Oh shit! And yeah. the, and the, and the ne- oh my god! And the next picture is uh, her throwing up the dynasty. There you go. There you go. Ride will you push me? Oh, I see when oh, you niggas show up. Your sign is upside down, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, upside I saw a coach down, scene. <laughs> coach scene upside down, pussy. It was like, what the fuck? Yo, Uncle Clifford, yo, yo. Cast Tech. I'm doing something right. CT. These niggas is not younger than me, dog. CT for life. No, it's no way these niggas are younger than me, dog. It's you not. and Cliff was at the school together. How old is he? Nah, he, I'm pretty sure he graduated from Cass like 98. Maybe 97. I was there 98. Y'all might have been there on a cross path, but he graduated before you. Mm. You not Uncle Clifford age, nigga. I, I would never. I would never. Oh, that was great. Um, Yo, she chilling with Janet Jackson. At the essence, Shorty was there. Come on, man. We could have dealt this shit up. Don't Got you up on Brandy. We're going to work that out. We're going to work that out. Um, all right, P-Valley writers. I'm going to give you all this before we sign off, man. If y'all kill Loretta Devine with COVID, <laughs> I'm going to be irritated as fuck with y'all. I'm just saying it right now. Um, real quick. Some of my thought. Theory. Um, we was talking about it in the group. I was thinking about it yesterday. If Loretta Devine dies and like leaves. If she dies, she dies. If she dies, she dies. And she leaves Uncle Clifford like money in the will or insurance or whatever. He gonna use that to try to buy the pink. Or like get the pink from Autumn or like buy a bigger piece of the pink. Something. So listen, how what's the percentage that he owned on the pink? 15. 15%? Yeah. 15% of $10 million gets you on the building, my nigga. I don't know if that white lady was with that whole 10 mil because she ain't saying she was like, we'll make you a better offer than 40,000. 15 percent of one million dollars. Facts. You ain't unless Loretta Devine got a dog ass insurance policy. You can't get another building with 150 racks in Chuckalisa. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? money? Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what they do with that. I don't want uh, Loretta Devine to be out of here. I think she's been a good addition to the show. Um. And I don't feel like they've overused her, so I, I'd like them but, to keep her on, but I hate they gave her COVID. Let's just play this. Uncle Clifford, you gave your mama or well, your grandma COVID. You brought her there. No, remember, she, she was in the club, though. Like In the strip club? Yeah, she was up at the bar. You remember that shit? She was, the episode, they was putting the uh, AC units and all that shit in there? No, I don't remember. She was at the bar. She was sitting in there while the niggas was moving around because she couldn't tell if the nigga was uh, the African dude. She was talking to the dude, one of them African like workers or whatever that was there. She was talking. Loretta Devon was up in the strip club. Clifford brought her. Oh. 
So either way, you gave her COVID because you brought her to that motherfucker. Um, And then they called old girl who sneezed like, bitch, I knew it was it wasn't no damn allergies. I'm like, yo, do the uh, the lady that wrote y'all the citation got COVID? Because if she get out of here, y'all might not got to pay this 11 bands. nigga. Y'all might be aight if she get the fuck out of the paint. Yeah, this the first COVID, too. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> this this that, no, had, no, 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 no. This, this, this that one I was, one. this that one I had, nigga. This, <laughs> yeah, this, this that, no joke. that OG COVID, nigga. Yo, it was a lady in uh, Target the other day. I wasn't near her, but I could hear her. She was at least five, six, seven rows up, bro. She was coughing like that OG COVID was in her fucking soul, nigga. Like, cough for like, it lasted. This was like an eight-minute cough length. And I just kept laughing in my head because I kept telling myself, I'm not even walking that direction, <laughs> nigga. Like, I'm staying right here. I'm not moving forward. I'm not going by niggas that's over there, dog. She was coughing so fucking hard, bro. Shit was hurting my spirit. I be holding my um, breath when I walk past people. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I have no idea if it worked. It worked for two and a half years. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, it didn't at one point. Yo, man, P-Valley, I hope next week, Y'all, or in the coming weeks, not just next week, that y'all lighten up just a little bit. Last few been real heavy. Um, it's been a lot to, I, I get it, y'all touching on difficult topics. Somebody about to die next week. Who I don't know think? who gonna die. I, I it could promise be a, if it's Loretta Devon, I'm going on my first Twitter rant could be, officially. Is that Miracle Watts? Yes. It could be her. It could be her. Um, Depending on how it happens. Matter of fact, it don't even matter how it happens. If she die, Diamond going off. Diamond Diamond's going to kill her. You think Diamond going to take her out? Well, I think Diamond will take her off, take her out if she worked for the gang that uh, Haley old nigga from. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, yo, after seeing Haley's sex scene, <laughs> I see why that ghost nigga won't leave you. <laughs> like, like eh, I stick around, you know? I stick around. She got a nice body, man. She got a nice body. She does. She got a nice body. I don't, I don't know, you know. About her acting or that accent, but the body's okay. Um, uh, somebody might die next week. It could be Big Bone. It could be. I mean, I'm just randomly throwing because like they're getting progressive. Somebody got to die. Well, here's the thing though. In addition to all that, next week we on episode seven, bro. Out of ten, something yeah, something What's major. This gotta go about? What's this, bro? This season ain't been about shit. But the only thing has been the casino. Again, and we said it episode oh. one. Y'all better not run that back, and they nah, did it. Nah, nah, Mercedes' daughter pregnant. Yes. Um, hated that they threw that on Terrica. They need to throw that on Terrica. And somebody, I've I seen thought some she people came over the, there because old girl didn't kill herself. Fam, I thought old girl was dead at least three times. Like, all right, she did. Now you can. Now thought you got she the drank herself back. to death. Yeah. Thought she killed herself. Thought she crashed the car. When they said Terrica was driving her to the spittle, I thought she was a dead body. Like, nigga, I, I thought she'd been dead. Um, Terrica came over there looking three months. <laughs> they showed that preview next week. She in the belly, in the mirror with the belly. I'm like, damn, dog. They ain't have to put that on Terrica, man. People was online talking about, oh, I see what they're doing now. Terrica's finally going to understand the decision Mercedes made. And I'm like, I feel like it was a, with old girl being a drunk and all the shit she said, I feel like y'all could have made her what, understand. What, did, what does it, did she get raped by older man? Because that's the only decision that happened. Uh, uh, an older man had sex with a younger woman and had a well, child. Well, shit, we don't know what Terrica out there doing. We done, clearly she got access to a whip. She be and driving like, old girl. The shit. decision she made, like to have her, uh, would you? What, what, or not to give her up? 
like to give her to the dad and the, and the stepmom. He, he didn't give her up. Like she was a parent. Yeah. To give her up is like I gave you up for adoption. Yeah. But as a 15-year-old and you got a grown-ass man who can, like, afford a kid. Who has a job. What court? Not go- well, in the court getting involved because your ass to go to prison. Um, but, like, now, she had bars for her. I'm like, yeah, but you grew up and you never yeah. came around. Yeah. Hey, Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um, all them excuses like, yeah, but you but you wasn't fifteen the whole time. Yeah. You're thirty. Like you thirty as fuck now. <laughs> you, you're like, you're pushing forty. Like, come on. You look dusty. <laughs> <laughs> coach don't want <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, coach should have been in there when she came in there. I'm pregnant. What the fuck? Terrica, what the fuck? All the, oh man. Um Yo man, P Valley. I appreciate y'all getting better. I just don't want it to be like season one. The darkest shit was when uh, Autumn would have a flashback to being in the water. Other than that, season one was pretty light. Even the shit with Mercedes and her mama was handled light. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I don't like you when you stole my studio and now we fighting. That shit was light, nigga. And we was looking forward to Mercedes' last dance and shit. Like, it just felt good, man. This season been feeling just, it's a lot, man. P-Valley is one of them shows that, you know, season one, I went to so I could just, like, escape. And, and niggas the strip club That's what niggas go to the strip club for To escape dog And so far we barely in the fucking strip club Um Couple other touch points real quick man Uh old boy wanted to pay Whisper two bands So he could eat her out I ain't never want to eat pussy that much That nigga got the monster Cause he moving like a nigga with the monster. That nigga moving dog. like Ike with the Iverson jersey. Man. Light skin with herpes. Light skin with fucking, fucking herpes. Sisters in nigga. Harlem, Brooklyn, and DC. No, no. This is the Nas problem. Was talking about this Cause nigga. you never tell it he got him from man. back in people suck him off Rikers Island in 9 3. Come on, man. My nigga Ike with the Iverson jersey. <laughs> Yo, Nas wild. Hang nigga. behind the stars. Yo, that nigga was really hoeing a nigga. He knew her. Yo, life. Yo, Yo, Ike was in the hood like, what the fuck? Nas? <laughs> I was like, Nas, what fuck the fuck? The Harlem, Brooklyn, the DC. This is the problem. Oh, man. Um, yeah, dog wanted to pay two bins. You a wild nigga, bro. Um, yeah, you a wild nigga to eat some musty pussy. <laughs> this bitch been at work all day. <laughs> What's first off, nigga, it's play spades. Nigga. First off, it's night. So, you know, you carry that whole, that regular yeah. with you. And, and you you been sweating. Yeah. You been sliding out a, a brass pole. Come on, <laughs> like, man. Like, this nasty, my nigga. I'm like, nigga, did you just renege or something? Like, why is you, what you on? What energy you on right now at the spades tournament? Dog, I ain't. I don't want to go to that space. Then that white nigga out there kissing her in the mouth and shit. Like, (laughs) white people been wild. What's up with um? Gambit out here because Gambit is fooling. Nigga <laughs> said, "Give me a kiss, mon ami." <laughs> See the, the space. The fucking the, the come on, not Gambit. Come like on, not. Oh man, no Gambit, a wild nigga. Um, but you know what I don't like though, because um, and I'm a, I'm gonna bring this together. I didn't see it, but I'm not a woman, so it's not surprising I didn't see it. But they said when Dog told Roulette, "Yo, what's up with that foreign?" Tell her I'll pay her ten two thousand to eat her pussy. And Roulette made kind of a face. Like, what the fuck? And then she made her statement like, damn, I wish I'd have been given the option to lay on my back instead of getting on my knees. 
So when I looked on the writer's room shit, they said that this was another one of the moments where basically the, the light skin slash foreign is picked over the dark skinned girl. But she looked better than her. And it was like a colorism thing, right? So then fast forward to the convo with Gambit. Where she like, where he was like, you the most beautiful thing out here. And she was like, what, in the parking lot? And then he was like, no, nah, in the world. And then they kissed. And I was like, yo, just like with the Keyshawn episode, I don't like them having the black men disrespect disrespect the darker women on this show. White and men. then the white man come in and make her feel beautiful and save her. And make, I, don't, I ain't really digging that. White savior. I ain't, but I ain't digging that, though. Like... White savior complex is one thing, but white savior with the colorism aspect on it, I don't like that. Black men is trash, man. I ain't, I ain't digging that, dog. You know what I'm saying? That that didn't the feel white good man to gotta me. Gotta save you from the black man. And like I already didn't trash. like it on the Keyshawn episode with the football player, but I'm like, yo, niggas in high school just stupid. They be wilding. They say a lot of dumb shit. Whatever. Y'all making her light skinned sister the the one, even though Keyshawn clearly beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, so when I watched whatever last week's episode, I was expecting two light skinned sisters. Two motherfuckers yeah. was dark. They was brown. The they was one regular. was your complexion, and then the one was my complexion. And then Keyshawn is maybe a little darker than me. I don't know, possibly. So it was like they didn't go all the, the mama was light, and I guess that one daughter that she loved a lot was closer to her. But Who I'm was like, not very attractive. I mean, she wasn't like unattractive, yeah. but like. It wasn't what they was pushing. Um, Maybe she just didn't look like a high schooler. That's what I thought. That's, um, what, that's probably what it is. Not that I want to. Anyway. Yeah. But all that said, I don't like them having a white man come in and tell the, the darker black women, yo, y'all beautiful. Because I don't like that. Because then on the flip side, no. Because he over here whooping her ass. And the same nigga that told her she was beautiful, now he fucking her face up. Like, come and on, And he also was like, but I'm a hoe. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm a hoe, too. I'm like, hey, that's romantic. I'm like, come on, dog. Come on. At least this nigga ain't here offered two bands. What's this nigga got? Some oxy? Come on, man. Come on, man. Two pills. Make it worthwhile, dog. Anyway, yo, P Valley, episode six. Um, y'all doing better. Y'all doing better, man. Uh next week, Jay predicting somebody gonna die. I mean, at this point, I mean somebody, shit, somebody got to somebody die. Somebody getting AIDS next week. <laughs> if I go, you got to go, nigga. Um the STDs blow. <laughs> Nobody gonna... got to know who that uh, a <laughs> show pussy for two bands, man. Yeah, somebody getting an illegal abortion. Brenda's man. gonna have a baby, or like it's, it's, it's getting progressively worse. Something's Gotta... fucked up is gonna happen next week. I'll say that something fucked up is gonna happen next. Yeah, week. yeah. They gonna oh, charge. Yeah. They gonna charge a little murder with a little murder. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. That's Jay. Episode 247. We out. <laughs>